0: Prepare yourself to be blown
1: away by the seismic sounds and scrutiny of. After Shots Podcast with Chris Aiken and Matt Hartnett.
0: All right, take it away, Matt.
1: All right, fuck. All right, well. Welcome, ladies and gents, to Aftershocks, episode number three, and joining us today on the podcast, we've got a big-time veteran of the San Francisco Bay Area hard rock and metal scene, and he's here with us today to talk about his current band, Stoner Doom Luminaries, The Watchers, and their brand-new live EP titled High and Alive, out now on Ripple Music, vocalist, Mr. Tim Narducci. Thanks for coming on the podcast, Tim. How you doing?
2: I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on.
1: Awesome, man. Well, uh, well, you know, uh, speaking of the live album, you know, myself, I'm a resident of the Bay Area, and uh, I've been very fortunate to have uh, seen you guys play live a handful of times. And the, uh, you know, the new record to me, man, it really sort of, it, to me, it, it accentuates, if well, you will, the... the the lifeblood of the band and and your guys' sound. And I also believe that it really highlights really what a great guitarist you got in that band with Jeremy Von Epp and uh, what he brings to the band. And just overall, I think it's a great audio depiction of what you could expect to hear at a watcher show. And it's also, you know, your guys first released since, uh, 2018 stellar black abyss. So what was the, uh, impetus for like for putting out a live EP at this point in time in the band's career, which, I mean, I think it's a great idea. You guys are doing it, man. I think it really uh, captures, you know, the essence of your whole sound, but was this something well, you guys have been thinking about for a while or? Uh,
2: um, you know, it just kind of popped up in my head. Um, I came up with the idea, um, this room we play up in, in Santa Rosa, they have a recording studio that's, that's upstairs. It's an incredible, uh, recording studio. So I'm good friends with the manager there. And I said, Hey, how, you know, would it be easy enough to, um, you know, line everything in and we try and get a line or just anything to it. And, uh, we took them up on it. Um, you know, it's, it's a real crap shoot with those, uh, With doing a live, uh, doing a live record because you don't know, you know, you don't know Mm -hmm. how it's going to, how you're going to play that night. And, uh, if you're going to capture it, Mm -hmm. but, um, I, I was really stoked with it. I was just really happy with, with, uh, the way that Jeremy played and, and, you know, the whole band, I mean, Jeremy's on fire.
1: (laughs) Yeah. He's a monster, man. He is. So
2: he, uh, I, I just felt it really showcased, um, really showcase what he does. And, and he does, you know, a lot of nuances and different things that aren't on the record. And I thought that that was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, um, we're fortunate enough that, uh, yeah, it, uh, it was releasable. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, you know, and the other thing too, is that, um, you know, it's kind of a placeholder for us right now. Cause we, we do have a full, uh, another full length record, uh, that's, that's in the can. Mm-hmm. Um, it just needs to be mixed, okay, um, so that's that's where we're at, you know, but yeah, we figured it'd be a nice placeholder uh, for the time being um until we can get around to getting this next um bowl length up,
1: yeah, no, awesome. And let's talk about just a bit about your your history of music as well as the uh, the inception of the band. I mean, I know many of your fans outside of the of the San Francisco Bay Area may or may not be aware that the watchers, the band themselves is really essentially a bit of a a super group of underground musicians in this area i mean obviously you yourself have joined you know you've enjoyed major label success back in the early 2000s with systematic and you know more recently uh both you and uh, uh bass guitarist cornbread were both part of spiral arms a, a vastly underrated band that me and chris both love we- we've talked about a lot of time uh freedom man that was such a great record and uh you know, Spiral Arms itself right. was a super group as well, you know, around this area. So, I mean, and of course, you got your drummer, Carter Kennedy. He was an uh, original member of the band Orchid, who to me is like, that band is like one of the top five bands ever to replicate that Black Sabbath sound without, without it really sounding like a complete carbon copy, you know, of it. And then, of course, as we said, we got, you got Jeremy uh, in The Venting Machine, which is an amazing local fresh band here. I mean, so how did you guys all come together and create this ferocious lineup?
2: Well, as you know, uh, Spiral Arms, uh, disbanded, um, that was, shoot, was the beginning of 2016. And, um, I've known Jeremy since I, since we got going with Systematic. So I've known Jeremy for a really long time and I've always wanted to, you know, do a project with him. And, um, basically the Spiral stuff was kind of coming to a head and I, uh, Jeremy reached out to me, um. I guess one of systematic song popped on his stereo. So he he called me, he uh, sent me a text um, and I, and I wrote him back and I said, Hey, would you be into, into doing something, you know, a little bit more away from metal, you know, it'll have, it'll obviously have that in it, but you know, more, more kind of doom driven, um, you know, hard rock type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, he just picked up the phone and called me and we just said, okay. He's all, well, I'm your guitar player.
0: Okay. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> no,
2: no, no auditions needed, you know. And then, uh, yeah, um, yeah, I mean that was a no-brainer. Cornbread and I are like like brothers, you know. We we uh, we, uh, we get along great, and um, we wanted to kind of head out and do our own thing. Um, and basically with Carter, uh, my my other my other gig is I, I work, you know, I do studio work and produce. But I was recording a band, and he came in as a session drummer, and um, he popped in my mind immediately. I go, "Well, shit, you know, he'd be perfect for this." Um, coming, you know, coming from the background of Orchid and everything, and you know mm-hmm. the stuff that he's done. So that's that's basically how the band came together. There was no auditions or anything like that. It was just like, okay, all kind of handpicked. Let's get in a room, um, brought some song ideas in, and that was it. That was the birth of the band.
0: Sure. Now, now, Tim. Um, for anybody that's been following along, and you know I have been, there's a huge jump, style not not necessarily stylistically, but but just sound-wise as a band between the EP Sabbath Highway and then Black Abyss. How much more has changed now that you guys have significant time together, a lot of shows under your belt? You guys did the national tour. Um, how much, how much more change has come from what we got with black abyss to what we're going to get with the next record?
2: Um, I think with the next record, it's just, I, it's just time, you know, I think it's just time spent together. And I think you kind of, you kind of uh, nailed it all on the head there. Um, but the material, the material's still really heavy. It's, um, it's, it's much like black, black abyss. um, but I think it ventures out a little bit more, you know, there's some different melodics that are in it and we just kind of just, we're we're just going with where, where, where it took us basically musically. Um, You know, and a lot of it too uh, with, with this new album. um, My, you know, my father passed away last May. So that was, um, this, this was very cathartic for me as far as like writing it, you know, lyrically. Um, and, and a good, you know, good portion of the song ideas and stuff like that. So it's, it's got a lot of emotion in it. And it's pretty, pretty. Happy.
0: Right. Is it, and, and I, 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 write books and I wrote, I've written books about the harder shit in my life and, and I'll be honest, it, it was really, really hard to put it out in the public eye because then you got people that, that judge it and think they know and they don't know and, you know, f- you know, make opinions for you, do you have that same thing where you not worry necessarily, but you definitely put the shields up a little bit with how people are going to react to songs that are very personal, you know, to you? Um,
2: you know, honestly, Chris, when I write, I, I don't give a fuck what people think. I mean, that's <laughs> just hard. that sound. I really don't. I, I just, I think that's part of being an artist is to take chances. And to just do what you feel, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think that's that's the most important thing to do. And I think, yeah, if you're worried about what people are going to, you know, Joe Blow from this band is going to say about your band, it's like, fuck that. But, you know, it's not, that's not why I do it. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's, it's for me to get off first, and then if people connect to it, then, then awesome, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. So this is, uh, so tell me, I mean, you guys got now, uh, <laughs> this is your third uh record you release you got two EPs you got one full length on Ripple Music and Ripple of course is a local uh label here it's it's really become world renowned in, in the uh, stoner and and doom scenes and they, they've really been on the forefront of the hard rock revival in underground music over the last decade I mean they've they've helped break a slew of bands um and they really know in my opinion they really know how to work the record itself the product uh and you know they've got uh Ripple Fest they do that here they do one in Europe where they showcase other bands on the rosters, they, they really seem like a label that gets it. That they, they support the bands' interactions and um, speak for themselves. And I mean, how much does it help when you're able to like work with a team like that? You know, that's that actually knows your music and your audience.
2: Well, uh, first and foremost, I it, uh, I can pick up the phone and call Todd, the, uh, the CEO of the label, and he he grabs my calls and. Just the open communication's fantastic, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, I got this idea. What do you think? And and you know, we brainstorm on it. Um, but I think the the thing with with Todd's label is that um, he's a good good uh, pure and he he knows how to. Um, yeah, man. He just he, he just knows what he's doing, and it mm-hmm. works. And I think a lot of people respect him, so I think that goes a long ways too. Um, you know uh that's that's probably probably the best the best thing about it is yeah just just being close with the bands and um yeah i mean he's just he's just
1: a cool yeah because i mean i see him i see him at shows like all the time all those bands that are on ripple he's always uh you know going to the shows locally he just you know it really seems like he really supports the bands and uh, maybe it gives a little more attention to what he's doing than a lot of other labels do. I mean, from what I've seen, and uh...
2: yeah, and you know, the big thing with Ripple is, you know, they, you know, him, him and Corinne, they, you know, they consider you family. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So there's a little bit more of that connection. I think, you know, when I was on Electra Records, which was great, you know, through through Lars's label uh, back in 2000. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the the budgets were great, but. There were budgets back then you know you mm-hmm. could you could do a lot you could do a lot with them but you don't you don't have that you know necessarily that same connection you don't have that that same family that family connection you know mm-hmm. and, and that and that speaks volume i think
0: sure now now tim um certainly anybody that that follows the watchers knows that first and foremost the watchers is a live band It's what you guys do it's what you guys do best obviously that's why you're putting out high and alive because it does feature what you do best and you know you guys like everybody else you're shut down by this covid nonsense how how does this affect not only this release but you guys as a band moving forward and progressing and you know Uh, setting up the next for the next record
2: well, basically we're going to have to wait, you know, I mean, nobody's playing out live. So, um, yeah, I mean, it, it's, I, I wanted to get this full length out this year, you know, that was my, my full intention. Cause we recorded, we recorded the record last year, uh, over the summer. Um, but my intention was to try and get it out, you know, in the, in the fall, but you know, there's really no way to support it. So we're going to have to wait. So it's just, you know, I think all, all the, all the bands are in the same boat right now, you know, which really sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we're just going to have to wait it out. And then uh, when the time's right, you know, get it, get it out there.
0: Sure, sure. sure. Will, will it, do you think it'll change the way that you, that you interact with fans and, you know, interact at shows or, you know, are, are you still going to be that guy that, you know, goes right from the stage to the to the booth and shakes hands and takes pictures and gives hugs and all that
2: yeah i don't know man i don't know yet i think uh, i think we're really in a uh, early uh too early to tell it's just too early to tell i mean i'm about for it to go back to the way it was but uh i, I just don't know Mhm.
1: So, Tim, you know, uh, before you mentioned uh, briefly that, you know, you do engineer and uh, production work here uh, in the Bay Area, Um, you know, obviously, for people that don't know, you you co-produced Forbidden's uh, last album, Omega Wave, back in 2010. You obviously did all the Spiral Arms albums, and you've also worked on a couple of records from uh, another great band around here, uh, Hard Rockers uh, Zed. Uh, You're also label mates with you on Ripple there. Is that something that you uh, continue to plan on doing? Because I got to say, man, just from listening, you know, to your work, um, you've really got a great ear, and I think knack for putting out really a big, very big sounding records. I mean, both Omega Wave and Zed's Trouble in Eden—they stick out to me as just really, just real big sounding records that I think are phenomenal. Is that something you want to continue to do uh, going forward?
2: Um, Yeah, I'll I'll always. I'll always produce. I mean, that's that's just something I love to do. Um, you know, uh, I, I, again, it, it's this whole COVID thing. I mean, I've been sitting at home for the last seven weeks. I think um, mm-hmm. I'm right in the middle of uh, right in the middle of a, a double album with a great artist named Thaddeus Gonzalez. Yes. Um,
1: yeah.
2: Yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah, they're and, good, um, man. Yeah. Yeah, electric electric sister he's got a couple uh he's got a couple of records out um but he came to me uh over the summer he's all hey man let's uh let's do an album you know and and we're not done tracking it yet you know so i'm I'm stuck here and i can't i can't do anything so it's mm. it's uh you know i think everybody's in the same boat unless you're essential you know true um but uh yeah I I, I I will probably continue doing that till I die, you know, and I did, same thing with music. I think I think my combination of work that I do uh, with playing live and and you know the original music and whatnot, and the studio stuff will just be something. It's just what I do, you know mm-hmm. so it's just it just sucks because we there, we don't know how this is all gonna play out, you know, you keep reading stuff and and seeing that. Yeah, it's going to be a year before shows and it's just, I don't know. It's just crazy, but hopefully Mm -hmm. I can get back into the studio. That's my, my first step, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping it's, I'm hoping it's within uh, the next few weeks or so I can, I can get back in and start doing my thing.
0: Sure. All right, Tim, here's the question of the day. (laughs) How the hell did you convince your old lady to let you grow and keep that beard? (laughs) <laughs>
2: well i as you know as you know uh you know cornbread and i and carter we uh we do a uh easy top tribute mm-hmm. to right. yeah. so yeah. i don't have an option man i mean this <laughs> uh the beard the beard helps pay the bills you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah. yeah and you know we refuse to wear phony beards so uh
0: Did, did did she give you blowback about it when you first started growing it out?
2: No, no, no. My my wife's awesome. She supported me. I've been with her since uh, ninety eight. And okay. um, yeah, so she was there through all the systematic stuff, you know, she's been, been with me through my whole musical career and she's hundred percent supportive of whatever I do. You know. That's it. I on this, anthem.
0: <laughs> well with with the beard and with now with me with the hair, I'm wondering if she has a like minded sister that's available
1: another question of the day tim i mean we, we we got two of them um the other one obviously this is is a little uh it's away from talking about the watchers, but we're both well aware that there is an unreleased Spiral Arms record out there. Is there any way possible sometime in the... It could be, you know, years from now, you think that thing will ever see the light of day?
2: Um, I, I think it can. Um, you know, we did that with Eric threats from uh, Stone Temple Pilots mm-hmm. down at his studio uh, in L.A. And, um, yeah, man, that one needs to be mixed, too. So... You know, there's there's just a few, few more steps that would have to uh, we would have to take to make that happen. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, saying that wasn't such a was such a great ending to that story. I mean, there was a Craig was pretty upset, and um, you know, we we uh, we kind of we 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 kind of had a falling out, as you know, and um, yeah, it's just it just really depends, you know, it Mm -hmm. just really depends because right now my focus is so much on the watchers. um, Sure. And, you know, the other thing, I'm looking to re-release some old records that I have the master's to that I got back. Um, So I'm going to do my own little umbrella thing and start getting some like digital release stuff up that people couldn't get like, the White Ridge Canyon stuff. I don't know if you're familiar with that at yes, all. Yes, I do, um, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's not even available anywhere. I mean, all the mm-hmm. all the vinyl of that sold out, like, shit in, like, two weeks or something from this uh, German um, record company called um, Cosmic Artifacts. Mm-hmm. So there's no digital copy of that out there. The only thing is just stuff people put up on YouTube. Um, but that's one release I'm going to do looking at re-releasing the freedom record i got that back from spb and um yeah yeah so there's a couple couple of options um but yeah we'll just we'll see how it
1: plays out man
0: we'll see how it plays out awesome that's great cool well well tim the the new record for people that want to get it which should be everybody listening is high and alive it is the watchers um where should people go online to keep up with the band and to get the record and all that and all the all the plugs, so to speak?
2: Yes, yes, thank you. Um, yeah, it's us uh, the uh, Watchers on Facebook. Uh, that's kind of our main hub. Uh, we have the Watchers, and to pick up the record, you you can get it on iTunes. You can get it uh, at Bandcamp.
0: Um, who else had it? Uh, would you send me the Google, the Google, suggestions? Google play? Yeah, that, that was, yeah, that was Google play recommended that I listen to the watchers. I was like, gee, thank you. Good idea.
2: (laughs) Awesome. That's fantastic. Great. You sent that to me. Um, yeah, yeah. Your basically your, your digital, your digital formats. It should be up there. Cool. You can grab it. Uh, and I think it's, what is it? Like five bucks or something like that. Super cheap. So Yeah. So I would
1: look on look on those formats and um, and you should be able to find it there. You should be good to go. Awesome. Very good, man. So, I mean, go ahead. I guess we'll go ahead and end this with a song um, off of uh, High and Alive. Go ahead and pick one, uh, Tim, and we'll end the podcast with that song. Okay. Uh, shoot,
0: what's a good one
2: here? Um, uh, just the Needle. Why don't we do that? I I I i pitched that one out there i should uh we put a video of that up um not too long ago um yeah if you don't mind playing that that'd be rad
1: absolutely we shall all right well tim man hey thanks so much again man we appreciate it and yeah once again everybody look out for the watchers their new live ep (laughs) titled high and alive out on ripple now and here's a song just a needle Thanks for listening to Aftershocks. For more episodes, go to our website at www.aftershockspodcast.com. Visit us on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages for more news and information on the podcast. And be sure to subscribe, listen to, and review all episodes on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and all other podcast platforms. For your music listening pleasure, visit our website or go to www.shockwavesradio.com for all comments and questions please email us at info at aftershockspodcast.com.